Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the show. Welcome in Friday edition. It's a Friday. We made it to Friday. Jay Binkley in with me today. Josh Klingler. Nathan Williams producing today, 913-586-7610. The Jay's Southland Tow Service text line is open for you. Bakley, good morning. Good morning, Kling. Good morning, Nathan. Um, let's just let's just get to the get to it right out of the shoot. What's your what's your favorite season of beer? Is it man, you're shooting right with the hard questions. I mean, is it? It's all you think about yesterday. I'm like, I, I don't know if, is it I always thought maybe it was winter for you. But you know, it's a it's a it's a delicate balance between the Oktoberfest blends, which I start you start getting them in July. I mean, they start pushing them out in July. I gotta be honest, I could drink Oktoberfest year round myself. I, I could too, but you know, the freshest they start making it in the, yeah. in the spring. Yeah, but yeah. It's ready to go in summer, but typically they've just held it back until now. It's I'm like eh. it's arriving earlier. Okay, I, I, I'm still uh, into the winters. Into the winters, I, I've kind of migrated to spring a little bit. Like Irish Ales, Call Sign's got a great one. Um, Boulevard's got one. But I spent a long time on the winter, like the winter grind. But it's out. You can't hardly find any of the winter beers anymore. Okay, I figured it was winter. I like how you said, well, it's Oktoberfest, and then it's winter, and then it's spring. So basically you do keep going. Fall Your favorite and winter, season is the current season. Yeah, well, fall and winter. This. Fall, I, I do like the winter better in the October blends, but they're very similar. The Oktoberfest, really, really similar. To the uh, winners. I'm I'm serious though. I could drink Oktoberfest all well, year round. If it stuff. was a, if it was a year round beer, I I I love them. I've been diving into the uh, Irish a lot. Okay, that works. That works. Because I'm out of the winter beer. Yeah, go, yeah, it's, yeah. It's gone. And I'm not as uh, not as wintry. Probably winter's probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah. But I like the darks and the stouts. Yeah, and the yeah. I'm not a huge stout person, so I kind of yeah. stay with that. And then uh, hazies are hazies are trouble. I always just hazies are tr- the hazies will get you. That's it's where you're getting gotta, an IPA season though. Yes, yes. So it's always IPA season anymore, right? All right. So you heard it a little bit actually from uh, the the Fox Sports Show uh, leading into to us today. Uh, the the Chiefs made an interesting move. Um, 
apparently switching out punters. It would seem Tommy Townsend did did sign apparently with Drew Rosenhaus, and that might scare some people like, oh, well, he's going to cash in. Poised for a big deal. Uh, he was back on a one-year deal last year at nearly $2.8 million. And, you know, he was fine, but probably not as consistent as he had been in, in recent years. Um, certainly two years ago, he was like net. He was like first in net punting and first in dropping him inside the 20. And I think he had his, he had his moments where he probably wasn't as consistent as some other years had a, had a boomer obviously in the, in the Super Bowl. Like when you really were pinned back and he needed to hammer one, he seemed to always come through there. There were other times where it was make a little bit shaky, but I think that one just turned into, I think really to me, much like a Cole quit of a few years ago, Uh, really good punter was at the top of his game, but do you need a good punter all the time with this team? Can that be a spot where you get cheaper? And I think that that's where they went. They went to the young cheaper route. They swapped out for, for Tommy Townsend Townsend again, came back on a one-year deal after an initial cheap kind of rookie deal back on a one-year deal that was pretty pricey and maybe is poised to be the highest paid punter um, in the NFL by somebody else. The chiefs were also, had the highest special team salary in the league last year. Did you know that? Kicker, punter, long snapper. So they have, and they're almost twice what the NFL average was. So I think they were looking, hey, if we can we can take a haircut here, it, it might be worth it at the punter spot. Butker's got one more year, and if he keeps kicking like he's kicking, you probably keep him around at a pretty good rate. I think he, I think he just looked at the, like the budget for that position, like can we get cheaper? That's where, that's where, and then, now, Bank having the name you have certainly is interesting because it's got a little baggage to it in, in Matariza. Sixth-round pick of the Bills in 2022. Never played uh, amidst a rape investigation in which charges were eventually dropped against him. A civil suit was also uh, taken out against him and some others. And that has now gone away. He's been acquitted of that. Um, it's a very dicey story in which Ariza at 21 had consensual sex, it appears, with a 17-year-old at a party. And then later on, after he was gone from said party, something else happened inside the party um, involving this this same, I'll call her girl, she's 17, right? Um, that was a part of the the lawsuit, and his portion seemingly was he wasn't there. When this, when this all this criminal stuff went down, he wasn't there. And so he's been out of the NFL since. Again, sixth-round pick of the 2022 draft. And if you use a, a draft pick on a punter, well, you know, somebody thinks he's pretty good, and he was. He was very, very good in college. No, he was, and this makes sense. Tommy Townsend is average right in the middle of the pack. He's right in the 16th, 17th. He's not the best season. No, 16th or 17th, and here's the thing. When your defense is this good, you look at it, okay, well, you know, yeah, we can sacrifice a few yards here and there because you got a defense that can do it. Hey, this offense is going to be better. We may not need the punter as much because before they really didn't even need the punter. Tommy Townsend was like the uh, – That was Maytag. a luxury. He was like the Maytag repairman yeah, yeah. his first couple of years with the Chiefs because they didn't really use a punter, but you go the cheap route. Matt Ariza, when, when they go this direction, he was, he was different than other punters. This kid, uh, they called him the punt god. That was his nickname. I don't know if you knew that claim, mm -hmm, but he was mm -hmm. the punt god. And he was the Ray Guy winner. He's the best punter in the country. He was also their kicker. He was 45 of 45 on extra points. 
did miss some field goals. I think he's 18 or 28, but he has been more consistent in his career. But he can kick, so that's your emergency kicker. And no, no, no offense to Justin. Justin Reed, Reed's but, all bent. But Justin Reed's the one most disappointed in this. He and was, probably Tommy Townsend, who might be looking elsewhere, but he may have been anyway. He may have been given the the writing on the wall anyway. We're going to try to get younger and cheaper. He but. was actually considered. There was people actually considering the Heisman snub that year. Like he was that good of a punter with all of his seventy yard punts that uh, that they actually considered. There's actually stories written about him that he should have been a um, a Heisman candidate as a punter from San Diego State. I mean, this his acumen is there. You understand why that he's there, and you. I, all the NFL teams are waiting for him to be cleared. He's been cleared now. He's free and clear to go play, and there's nothing, there's nothing to him. Yeah, there was, there was also, there was also a suit. He was going to file suit against this he person was. for like basically he was suing for defamation, uh, for defamation and 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 uh, and ruining his his NFL yep. career. He's since has taken that away. I think probably wisely. Like, all right, let's try to get on through. But I mean, this is going to this is going to follow him. There's baggage that follows him, regardless of how the case turned out. Right. It's got some, and I think that's probably why some NFL teams um, had had stayed away from him. So the Chiefs taking a bit of a a PR chance, I guess, as it were. But um, you know, we've seen Andy Reid over the years as well be kind of a second chance type guy, and they're not afraid to do those things. You absorb somebody into good good culture, and any potential problems hopefully go kind of one one of those deals. But I think the bottom line is they went out and tried to search for a replacement. At a at a low rate, and he's going to be a low rate, right? Guy coming back into the league that's never played in the league, technically has never played it, punted in the NFL, right? Um, so you get cheaper at that position, and Tommy Townsend's free to go and try to find a, a team that's going to to spend a little more money. Again, the interesting part was, you know, when you're talking about uh, salary caps and allocating resources, well, the Chiefs spent the most on their on their on their special teamers, which you know you don't have to do, especially as you mentioned bank with mm-hmm. a top five defense this year. And then an offense that's usually in the, uh, the, the top five, you feel like that, that, that was kind of a luxury. And so um, you, you, you pay the kicker, you save a little money on the, uh, the punter uh, Winchester is also a free agent, but he probably, I mean, if you're the, if you're the long snapper of these ch- defending champs, I think you probably come back cheap, right? You know, I don't think he's going to break the bank or anything. Uh, you, why, why go elsewhere? There's not many of those jobs and they're not high paying. So he's probably back at kind of the same, uh, the same rate. And uh, you know, you figure out if uh, Ariza can hold for you. So that's kind of seemingly the, uh, the, the route they went without waiting for Tommy Townsend to go kind of shop himself. And, and Tommy Townsend, undrafted player. Obviously, there was a lot of buzz for him coming out, and the Chiefs really interested in Tommy Townsend. He mm-hmm. was undrafted. It is interesting, the kicker and punter, if it's going to be Matt Ariza, both draft picks. You don't see that very often where the kicker and punter both draft, because Harrison Bucker was taking the sound. And not by you. Yeah, not by you. <laughs> and Harrison Bucker, this is actually one of the best Brett Veach moves ever done. I mean, this guy is the best kicker. In, you know, no offense to Nick Lowry, but this is the best kicker the Chiefs have ever had with Harrison Bucker. Winchester is actually one of the four players remaining before Mahomes. The predated Mahomes is Winchester, and that can't be slighted, a guy that be able to pinpoint those snaps and, and get him down because there's been some crucial kicks for the Chiefs to uh, to go forward and win with Harrison Butker. That whole battery with Harrison Butker, or with James Winchester, very important uh, for this team. But, yeah, you can sacrifice a little bit when it comes to your your defense playing is good, and who knows? Maybe Matt Arise is the best punter in the NFL. We don't know. Yeah, a lot of teams probably would have jumped on the occasion now and gotten in line to get him at this point. I What's think every- he he didn't he either 
work out or something for the Jets. He did work out for during, the Jets. during this uh, past season. So he's had a little bit of a of a sniff from from some teams, but never really latched on. And the Chiefs, yeah, I mean, he would have been in high demand this offseason. season. You know, save a couple million bucks, probably too. You know what I mean? Like but you could use it elsewhere, right? So I, I, this, this, this feels less performance based to me, more dollars per base. Yes, he did have a down year, and you could probably justify it that way if you were, say, you were doing the uh, the old baseball uh, uh, arbitration hearing. You'd be like, well, his numbers uh, went down uh, from uh, the season before. He had an okay year, uh, but can you? Can you get, I don't want to say an upgrade because I don't know, but can you get the the same production and the potential for more with uh, cost savings? Well, that's what you're always trying to do in, in, on an NFL team. Yeah, people people uh, did like Tommy Towns and the flowing hair, uh, the, uh, the personality and everything else, but uh, I think he was probably poised to try to get a, he got a, he got a really nice one-year deal this past year, like a really nice one at almost $3 million. Maybe he goes to closer to four. If they're trying to shop him as the highest paid, um, I, f- I feel like that he was positioning himself to try to go get paid, and it wasn't going to be here because we know where the Chiefs are kind of kind of financially. They have way more pressing needs than paying a punter. And there's way more pressing needs. And the one thing, too, is it, what it all boils down to is you got the quarterback. That's the, the one guy that can't leave. That is the one guy. And you ever look at the Patriots and the dynasty they had, it was Tom Brady and all the other parts moved around him. From hey, Patrick. Patrick said he wants to punt too. Remember, so you know, Patrick punt. You said you got the guy. Maybe just you know, yeah, they have the guy. But you, they, you, you know, get you get uh, quick punts from uh, from Mahomes now. There you go. But there's a lot of guys to pick in this team. There's a lot of contracts coming up on this team, and hey, maybe you want to bring Drew Tranquil back. You're going to save probably twelve million dollars on MVS this year. Here's a maybe a million and a half to two million more for uh, your punter situation. Mahomes going to restructure his contract that could free up you know high twenties to thirty million dollars. With the contract restructure, Chiefs already decently under the cap now. They're not strapped against it like they have been in the past. So there's some wiggle room for the Chiefs, and this is just one of those areas they could trim. It's back, and the kids are getting paid a little. We'll get to that next. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
I uh, continue to fail bank at one of my New Year's resolutions every year, which is to uh, to game more, to play more video games. <laughs> every year I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play more video games this year. I'm going to like hang out in the afternoon and play some games. And, and I never, it never, it never comes to uh, fruition. But you're probably getting um, closer to it though. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully one day I'll be able to retire and play video games. <laughs> um, but uh, college football is coming back on yep. EA Sports this year, and everybody's pretty excited about that. The uh, game that that went away for a long time and had the uh, the lawsuit because uh, the the players weren't getting anything. The Ed O'Bannon lawsuit. Remember the former UCLA basketball player that that sued and uh, they weren't getting their their likeness uh, paid for, which was uh, which was fair. I think worth the fight, right? I don't know if it ultimately ended up being worth the fight for. For Ed O'Bannon, but you know, you always played the the games and you played the college games, and you know, if you were in that era, you're like, well, that's me. Why are you why are you pretending that's you know number whatever from UCLA? That's 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 me right there. You're using my stats, my height, my likeness to a certain extent. Like, yeah, give me a little something, something. So now they've worked it out. Uh, college football players, every every uh, FBS team is in for this year's edition. All the schools are in. And then players are going to have the ability to opt into the video game. Okay? They have to opt in. And the weird part is, <laughs> now, if, if, if you would, back in our day, right, if we were put in a video game, we'd been ecstatic, right? 100%. Like, that would have been, that would have been the dream. You cre- who hasn't created themselves on a, on, a, yeah. on a sports video game, right? They're going to get a copy of the game. And six hundred dollars if they opt in, which I do believe. Nathan, correct me if I'm wrong here with your legal advice. Nathan's an attorney. It's four hundred dollars, right? You have to report it. Self-made income, so it'd be this would have to be. This taxable. will have some tax on. I, I was thinking it was. It might be a little more than four hundred, but I think six hundred's over the, the threshold yeah, for sure. Six hundred is not the legal threshold. advice. Yeah. And then the <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. He it's just still, dropped his disclaimer on you. It's yeah. still better. It's still better than my advice here. But if you're getting other nil money yeah. and six hundred's on you top of that, it. you're you're, you're still, still paying, probably paying taxes before anyway. But, but 134 yeah. teams over eleven thousand players. Eleven thousand players have the opportunity to opt in. If you don't opt in, basically they're going to do like the old school. Uh, Tecmo, where uh, it's QB one <laughs> or whatever. So, but if you opt in and they've 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 updated their their Twitter feed anyway on on EA for every player that has opted in. And so I know uh, the the kid at Colorado, uh, Travis Hunter, opted in because they they tweeted that out like Travis Hunter's in. And so I think his kids were opting in yesterday. They were they were putting that on the on the on the Twitter feed. Uh, but one, it's really, really cool. It, yes, they should get something because this is a video game that sells really well. Uh, but 600 bucks and a free copy of the game feels, <laughs> it feels a little light, but you know, you're still getting to be a part of a video game, which I think is, you know, who, who hasn't wanted to be that. Well, Joe Pompliano on Twitter, who covers like the business side of things says, this will be 6.6 million. So the 11,000 versus $600 a piece is 6.6 million. Okay. For nil deals for this game that doesn't include marketing, promotion, and stuff like this. So some of these players will get extra money because they'll be advertising for the game. So they'll they'll pay some of these players extra. Oh, money. I gotcha, I gotcha. Like some of these guys will get extra money. The game was doing eighty million, eighty million in annual sales. Okay. So it's six point six million to pay the players. They were making about eighty million dollars. 
but you have the technology involved. You have the work. You have the software. Yep. You everything that goes into building a a video game. There's costs associated with and that. It's six hundred so. per year. Like if you're in there as a freshman, you're in there for six hundred, twelve hundred, forty eight. 1800. If you've opted in now, you have the right to opt out at any point in time. So you wouldn't be like, if you didn't want to be on next year's game, you could then opt out, but otherwise you're in and they'll, they'll they'll have you in. The other interesting part is they haven't been able to, because the the timeline kind of got short this year. They're not able to like do what they want to do, which is basically take graph your body. You know what I mean? Like do, all, time do, do all the do all the stuff to make it actually you. So it could look a little bit like a, a bobblehead. <laughs> you know where the bobbleheads never look like the person that's being bobbled. Uh, so maybe they're going to try to use you know kind of other technology to make them look uh, similar to their to their actual likeness. But it'd be pretty hard to do with eleven thousand people. So I'm sure there's going to be some generic looking like that. Kids like that doesn't even look like me. Um, they also say Army, Navy, and Air Force players are expected to be in the game. Although they can't accept, they cannot accept no money. Yeah, yeah. So those will all be generic, or there's not. According to this Fox story, it says Army, Navy, and Air Force players are expected to be included in the game, even though they aren't allowed. So probably in the game if they opt in. Why not? It's kind of can they hold that for you in like escrow? I don't know. When you're done at Army, get an extra six hundred bucks when you're done. I don't. I, I will say this: I'm glad this game's coming back. But to be honest with you. I mean, I love this game. It's one of my favorite all-time games. I used to play the 04 version all the time. My favorite game. I, I even like four. Okay. Even liked it better than Madden and everything else because yeah, I like yeah. to, you know, run the wishbone and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just enjoyed I it. I, Iowa State ran the triple option then. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to run that a lot, play. strangely enough, with Iowa State. So. You could use whatever playbook you want. Yeah. And the one thing about it is I'd go by 05 and 06, but I always take them back because I like the 04 better. Yeah, you always found a version you liked better. Yeah, I get but, it. But once you play a season, all of a sudden the guys would migrate to the NFL or whatever, and all of a sudden you had guys that don't even aren't even out there anymore because you had to go recruit new players. Which so, is why you bought the new version of the game. So if you right? went yeah. two and three years into it to a dynasty, you had everybody new anyway, so it didn't matter that you had certain stars on your football team. It didn't matter. You were Marvin Harrison Jr. We're going to have him for more than one year on the game, if even that. So, boom, you got somebody else. So, you always had to get different players. So, it didn't really matter to me anyway if the name, image, and likeness on the players because they were made-up players yeah. anyway by the time the next year rolled around. And I don't know. I'm a, I'm a grown adult now. But if you just told me I'm going to put you in a video game, I wouldn't expect 600 bucks. That's just me. I'd be like, that's cool. <laughs> and I'd be like, whatever. I know that they're making money off you and you should you know, always, you know, uh, make sure that, you know, you're getting properly compensated. But if they're like, if they came to me now and they're like, yeah, we're going to put you in this video game. I'm like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Can I just have a copy of it? Yeah. Okay. Good enough for me. I wouldn't need the 600 bucks, <laughs> but I'm glad they're getting paid. Um, look good. Play good is always the the mantra, right, of, of athletes. But if you don't feel good, do you then not play good? I don't know. Major League players, I'm interested to see what's going to go down with this because they're, they're clearly not happy with these new uniforms. I think we'll get a better visual as the uh, – Spring training games get underway. Uh, Royals in action, actually, this afternoon right here on 610 Sports Radio, 2 o'clock. First one. Uh, against the uh, the Rangers. So when you start seeing more, like, highlights, and and get, I know there was one game yesterday, but um, more of these uh, these new uniforms, maybe we'll see that, that they are kind of junk. The strange part of this whole thing is that these things have been tested by the players for several years. Like, they're wearing them in all-star games. They were... Uh, they were wearing some 
version of these uniforms. They said after teams were eliminated from the postseason, some of them like decided they were going to wear these and they got like really good reviews. And now all of a sudden the pants are see-through, which that would be a problem, right? No one needs to see that. Um, So if the pants are see-through and the lettering looks kind of cheesy, they might have to figure something out. I can't believe this is such a big deal for, uh, for the players. But if if you don't, if you don't feel right, I guess you're, you get a little cranky. There's a lot of players that do like it though. Like name stars. They're not, Nolan Arenado said he liked it too. They're breathable. They're highly breathable, but Nike designed them. And I think fanatics made them, but there's mm-hmm. all sorts of uh, images on Twitter of the, the seat, the see through. Obviously the pictures are being taken on spring training. You see the, the shirt when it's tucked in, you can see the shirt yeah, and you can see uh, other things. Let me put it this way. There was uh, other things being shown by some of these players. Kling. I don't know if you saw some of those images, but uh, there was a. Uh, mm, well, especially if you start sweating and berries, if you start sweating. Yeah, there was twig and berry I mean, shots. From you're going to sweat if, if you're running around, right? What do those pants look like? So I guess, yeah, they do need to, to iron that part out. Also brings up a valid point that you had, Bank, which is why? Why change you don't remember your t- you don't remember your take, do you? Huh? You don't remember your take. Why change a good thing? No, no, no. Why why managers are wearing uniforms? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I totally agree with you. No, no, it's it's one of the most silly things in sports, and, and we've seen a lot of managers now go without the you know the, the top. top. They'll yeah, go yeah, put yeah. just a jacket on or yeah. something like that, which is funny sometimes when it's like you know ninety five degrees out and the and the manager's wearing you know a coat. Yeah, yeah. Out there, man. <laughs> those uh, dugouts are air conditioned somewhat. They have it, you know, blowing. You still think seats. you're going to be hot. Yeah. But but seeing managers in uniforms, that's always funny when you think about it, right? What would Andy Reid look like, you know, in a Chiefs uniform? Or how silly would that look in the NBA if now, you know, the, now, the coaches are wearing It seems the they're wearing a little bit like freer pant. You know, like the managers are wearing a, you know, a, they're it's not, still the same thing, though. But it's, it's, it's still a uniform and it, it is weird. And obviously they're not wearing, you know, spikes. They're wearing, you know, flat shoes. Uh, but it, it has always. Looked weird. Other than what are you going to wear then? See, that would I would love if it took it off your plate. If you're a manager, like, oh, what am I going to wear? And you know what you're going to wear because it is a uniform. So I do like that portion of it. But you know, can you go a little more like coaching casual, like we see some of the uh, like college basketball coaches go with now? Um, instead of wearing the baseball uniform, it is it is weird. Because why do you have to wear the uniform? It's it is strange. And that basketball doesn't do it. Football doesn't do it. Only baseball does it. Hockey, you don't do it. Nope. Nobody does it. But baseball, I know it's tradition. Or but whatever. I'd rather wear that than like a suit. Oh yeah, you can't even wear a suit down there. I, I think that one of the one of the best things that happened to COVID is like most of the college basketball coaches dumped the suit. I'd be like, thumbs up. I've dumped the suit on television. I'm like, I'm not wearing the suit anymore. Um, <laughs> the one thing you can do is like the NFL. You know, you get the Dockers type thing on, or there's Docker shorts and like that, or you know, something more comfortable than, than sitting there wearing the you know. You want to wear shorts even? Yeah, why not wear the shorts? I mean, That'd be awesome. Man- Does it matter? Managers don't go out there as much anymore now that the, you can replay. You know, yes, they do sometimes, but it's not as much as it used to be. But to see the managers wear the uniform has always been kind of it is weird, kind of funny. It and now weird. with these uniforms, they don't like. Oh, you want to make it you even think more. a manager's going to be all self-conscious about, you know, Yeah, you think a manager really showing, wants those things seen showing the goods. Cause you know, that's going to be all over anywhere. Oh yeah. Like somebody's so, out there. Oh arguing yeah. And you got yeah. uh, things shown. Yeah. 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 It's usually a quality you revere in a, in a manager though, is if they have stones, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I see that our skipper's got stones. Yeah. So uh, so we'll see if it gets uh, fixed before or you'll have some player that's just protesting and he comes out in his own pants and they're like a totally different colors. Like, I'm just wearing my old pants. Do something about it. I just don't understand how something so popular and so much money involved in the sport did not consult more with the players as far as... It seems as, like they did. Look just, at these stories. They went back like several years to yeah, be but, doing this. But there's a lot of players complaining about yeah. it. I mean, there, there's boy way too many. And Manfred's kind of like, well, they'll, they'll start to like them eventually and stuff like I that. Know. I don't know, man. Uh, the Chiefs have been going heavy defense in the draft, but this year may be a little different. We'll discuss next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. All right, the, uh, the text line has spawned into uh, back in Kling and Big's day, which is pretty great. 913-586-7610. Uh, back in your day... The 600 bucks paid for your room and board for the month, rent, utilities, and food. You're not far off. And a little Thursday drinking money. But you get the game free. That's pretty, pretty yeah, big. Yeah. yeah. Somebody says, I'll take your $600. Okay, great. I would have I just done I'd Just give me the game. That'd be cool. I'm in the game and you're giving it to me? Cool. Um, back in our day, Bank, the quarterback of the wishbone offense got all the girls. Yeah, I would agree. Probably. The, uh, the wishbone offense uh, back in the, uh, the Oklahoma-Nebraska Rivalry days, right? But Colorado ran a real, do it. little bit of that. And then some of you were talking about uh, coaches in uniform. Can you yeah. imagine Dan Campbell, someone asks from the 816. Yeah, Dan Campbell lining up every game with eye paint on and a Lions uniform standing over there with the headset on would be pretty great. Andy Reid would look like the punt pass and kick Andy Reid. Yeah, he'd look like Andy Ryad. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Klingon Big Stay, they played the original NCAA football on Atari. 
one joystick and a button. Yeah. It was great. And Go back those, to Pong. Made those Pong noises. Yeah. Pong was my first video game yeah. system. Uh, I think my first football video game, it was where everybody moved together. You know, it, 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 uh, you could move diagonally and that was it. Mine was Techno Bowl, uh, I think. I think there was a, there was an Atari there. I think there was an Atari football game. It was terrible. Um, I remember Atari basketball. You remember Atari basketball, yeah. right? It was literally the basket was um, uh, a stick and then one line that came out from it and the ball was a square. <laughs> you remember those handheld ones and that it you was, played? And it was, it was at the time, it was yeah. one-on-one, right? Yeah. One-on-one basketball. And it was just, just the most basic of graphics. And it, the ball was like, bang, 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 bang. and it had like three, three sounds and like, uh, one diagonal line. Everything else were were all straight line images. It was pretty pretty bad. And I remember the handheld ones used to get. I forgot the the brand. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you ever had the football. Like oh, the yeah, the Mattel ones. Move side by I side. Got those. Go, yeah, those. yeah. I remember those, even they were dots. Yeah, the Stratomatic yeah. games, and then the the uh, what's the the electronic football? Uh huh. Never we worked. We yeah. set the people up and, and turn the spin, thing on. They just spin around. Yeah. Make it a score Terrible. in your own end zone. Yeah. Or whatever. They, they spun around, never yeah. did anything to get four hours to set up one play. Yeah. Big don't try board. A, don't try a pass. Cause it never worked. Then your board would get bent or whatever. <laughs> and they, <laughs> I've told a story before, but I still have most of my video game systems. I yeah. still own them. And, uh, they're, they're still mostly all hooked up. And so one day yeah, I got out the Atari and like kids check this out back in the day. And, put on like that Atari basketball, which is just awful. It, just, it really is. And my son's my, one of his best lines ever is like back in your day sucked. I thought that thanks. Thanks a lot. They were not impressed by the, uh, by the Atari system. Look how far your video games have come. Look how crappy this one was. Check it out. So we had we'll play some steel. Want to play some breakout. You want to play breakout? No, dad, we don't. It sucks. Blades. Of it's steel. still, it's still got blades of steel. I, that was classic. I used to, I used to, I had blades of steel injuries. I should, probably sue blades of steel for six hundred dollars my thumb used to pop out playing playing too much i would tape my thumb up so we could play one of my biggest problems ever was a fight over tech mobile because there was a secret play you could run in there they just couldn't stop usually if you guessed it it would stop it Mm -hmm, it was the mm -hmm. 49ers Mm -hmm. and it was one play it was like a little crossing pattern you couldn't stop rice couldn't stop it no no you just couldn't stop yeah yeah yeah, we had we had a lot of, but you always had to go one way too. If you drew the you know short end of the stick, you'd be going. Tecmo you know, caused a lot right of, to left, a lot of left, a right. lot of fights in the day. Yeah, but going right to left yeah. much different because it didn't ever flip. You were yeah. just right to left the whole time. You could never run that end around unless unless you had the exact wrong defense run against you, mm-hmm. or else it was it was you four plays crushed. you had to choose from. You were getting crushed. Four plays, yeah. We could have been offensive coordinators back in that day. It only had four plays. All right, the uh, the the Chiefs have been going heavy on defense, obviously in the the last few drafts. Bank has paid off, right? You got a top five defense. You got some great young young uh, players and McDuffie and Karloftis specifically. But I want to ask you, our our draft guru. And of course, you can check out the uh, Character Concerns podcast that airs every single week, six ten sports dot com on the Odyssey app. You and Chris Unocero. Um, could this year's Draft strategy lean more offense after spending a lot of resources on defense the last few years. I think so. I think part of the impetus was to uh, we've seen you know Brett Veach had to rebuild things at times. Obviously, the offensive line was a big uh, focus after what happened in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, and they did you know they did a serviceable offensive line at the time. But it's been all defense. Seven out of ten picks two years ago. Five rookies played. They call them the Fab Five. 
in that Super Bowl against the Eagles, five rookie defensive backs. That's why when Brett Veach was talking about the rebuilding and everything, like that last year, look, this is a rebuild, and we got a trophy. It was the third one in the organization's history this year. They had the fourth, of course, but so they, no one knew we were rebuilding, but they were because everybody was talking about Mahomes and the salary he made this year and was the most uh, for a capped quarterback. The first time you were getting kind of gut punched with salary. Well, the year before, yeah. he actually was the highest quarterback ever to win. This time, he was the highest cap hit for a player in the National Football League. So he's actually done it two years. They made a big deal of it this year, but it's actually been two years. But, Jay, you have to do that and get Pacheco on offense. Uh, your leading rusher, seventh-round pick. But they made it the impetus. And then last year during the draft here in Kansas City, it was just Friday night. Friday night was the only night they went offense. Because I remember it was me and Nick and Chris. It was our character concerns. We did it uh, from center block. And I remember sitting there that Friday night of the draft saying, all right, this has got to be offense. This has got to be <laughs> offense. And it was. They had one dart to throw at a wide receiver that they chose. And they wanted Rasheed Rice. And that dart ended up being 100% right. And then it was Wanya Morris. So that was the only offensive night of the draft. Five of the seven picks were on defense. So when you do that and you go that defense heavy, best thing you can hope for is having a great defense because then it's uh, the fruits of your labor. Hey, this panned out. We have a great young defense. People are paying attention to it. But they did. And they were able to overhaul it and fix it and flip it. And you got total trust now in the organization from Brett Veach to Dave Merritt to Steve Spagnuolo and all the guys that help out, you know, watching film and evaluating talent at the Combine. And, and picking the right guys, and I do believe that uh, that they give each advice on it, not, not only the scouts, but I think some of the coaches do as well because they bring those guys in and they work them out on their top 30 visits and they pick which guys you want to do. But this year I think is going to be offense. And I think this is, uh, you know, going up to Andy Reid's office saying, all right, because you know at some point he's going, all right, we need some weapons. We need some weapons here. And I remember uh, Brett Veach when he first took over, back when we did the day shift with Henry and I, we had uh, Veach on, right, when he first took over. And we were interviewing him, and it was about, okay, because already at that point, it was Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. He already had weapons here. Kareem Hunt, he, was, he had, a, he had a, a unit here that he could trust going forward. So it was about building other parts of the team. But mm -hmm. it was always in the back of his mind, you know, to keep refueling the animal. Keep Which putting, is good. Which is keep, good. Keep putting gas in the Ferrari. You don't need to leave. You don't. And, and I don't think they ignored it this year, Bank. It just didn't work. It, it just didn't work you out. I mean, and they proved they, when you have a quarterback this good, you win with receivers. They just didn't do the job. I mean, led the NFL in drops. I mean, it's, <laughs> this was a really impressive. If you sit back and look at the year the Chiefs had, they were like ninth in passing or ninth in total offense, like sixth in passing. They were fourth in passing, even with bad receivers. Mahomes is still getting the job done. Imagine what they could do and the pressure they could put on defense with guys that could catch the football and keep the chains moving. Because they, they won despite deficiencies on their offense. I know people look at it now and say, well, the Chiefs don't have good receivers, and yet they still have two super. 100% true. But if you want to keep it up and keep going. They I know. They know. To me, the MO on this team is offense and the pressure they put on defenses. It's what who and what they are. When you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, that's what you got to take advantage of. And even and I bring up the uh, example all the time. Like Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harris. And you ask them, hey, were you a byproduct of Peyton Manning? I doubt they would agree with that. Because one's in the Hall of Fame and the other one's about to go in the Hall of Fame in Reggie Wayne. Marvin Harrison's already there. But then you had Brandon Stokely. It's still, still the only team to have three receivers with 1,000 yards. Because Stokely, Harrison, and Reggie Wayne did it back in like 2004. Is the only guys ever to do it. But yeah, you take a guy like Brandon Stokely. So Peyton Manning would take a guy like that. I mean, Mahomes could take a guy like Brandon Stokely and make him a star. 
But it's okay. He still had his Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I mean, there's no, nothing yeah, there's wrong no, with there's having no Jerry reason Rice. not to do that. Yeah, you can have John Taylor, Jerry, but it, you have to have it. Du- Dan Marino made his career on Duper and Clayton. I mean, you have to do these. There's nothing wrong with having dynamic receivers. It makes the offense better and more efficient. So I have no problem making Mahomes' life easier as you go. He's proven he could do it the hard way. He's proven he could do it when he stepped back a little bit. All right, let's build this defense up. Now it's time to supply him with the weapons. And that's got to be the scariest thing for other NFL teams. You're thinking, all right, Rasheed Rice really started developing the zone. Rasheed Rice was number two in the NFL in catches and yards from rookie wide receivers. Now he's still behind Laporta and stuff like that. But number two in receptions and yards, that's impressive. That means uh, Addison, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, all these rookie receivers, he was better. The only receiver he was behind, the only one in catches and yards was Puka. Yeah, no one saw that coming. And and I'm not giving him credit because the Rams passed on him five times. They actually passed on him seven times before they drafted him. Do you realize Puka was their fourth fifth-round selection? Wow. So the Rams had four fifth-round selections. Good pick. And Puka was the last of the fifth-round selections. So, yes, you do get lucky from time to time. On I'm surprised the Chiefs weren't in on that either, to be honest with you, because of BYU. Would have been nice. That, that connection there. But um, anyway, they threw a dart. And this year, when they're concentrating, because we know what they can do with defensive backs. They say, all right, we're going to go out and draft some defensive backs because that was a high priority two years ago. And they, they did it right. They get the right guys. And Nazi Johnson would have been a big part of this team had he not hurt himself in training camp. But if they go in with the idea, hey, let's get receivers, look at what they did with Rasheed Rice. Now, if you put him down at camp, Pat, hey, Pat, go work out this guy's. You know, go work out Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell and see what we got. Why not? It's a system that works. Patrick works out with them, see if it works. But uh, I do think in Detroit, uh, it'll be wide receiver time for this team. It's blatantly clear why Nick Saban is out, uh, but can he really help? We'll discuss next. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at 
hero.co. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Back in on a Friday, Jay Bakley joining me today. Josh Klingler, Nathan Williams producing. Fesco will be back on Monday. Uh, but but this has been a staple of our show, Bank, and even, uh, you know, every once in a while we need we need to break in with, with, with breaking news, correct? Yeah, so. It's time for the latest on Tay-Tay and El Travador. Travis Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest... This is from page six, just two minutes ago. Taylor Swift passionately kisses Travis Kelsey after first Sydney Era's tour concert. So things are going well for Travis Down Under. That according to page six, which is going to keep you up to date on all the latest. <laughs> Who runs page six Travis now? and uh, New York Post. Post. New York okay, Post, sure. yes. They had pictures of the two going to uh, to visit a zoo in uh, in Australia. And uh, and now, the uh, passionate kiss after the uh, the concert uh, down in Australia. So congratulations! There's your latest update from El Travador and Tay Tay, as we like to call them here on the show. It's amazing! It's amazing! The uh, the following around that's happening that's happening now. Yeah, I remember, you know what's funny tabloid. is I, I remember the uh, a lot of pictures on Twitter, some people that I had followed on there, and. Uh, the Northland, the Riverside one, it was during the playoffs. Is that Miami game or whatever? Mm-hmm. Pictures of people I knew with Donna at Corner Cafe. Uh-huh. I mean, it's uh-huh. right, you know, it's been one of my favorite breakfast spots for years. But they're, I guess they were down there having breakfast at some point. At least Donna was and maybe Ed. It was interesting seeing you know pictures of them at Corner Cafe. But it's 100% where they were at uh, during that Miami game. Oh. Travis doesn't make them breakfast. They got to get up and go get something to eat. Probably not up that early. Uh, parents, parents like to get up and venture on and go have breakfast. Place, yeah, great so, place. That happens. All right, uh, your your buddy Nick Saban is done done with coaching now, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's now with ESPN. Uh, you tell me what his next job is going to be because I don't think this this next job, which is the ESPN analyst, whatever. I think he aspires to do more. Like maybe I don't know. We've always pined for a commissioner. Bank could he be a College football commissioner, if we were to uh, to to break off college football and have it be its own thing, would he be a uh, would he be commish material? He should be, but they respect him. But I'm kind of curious. I don't, you know, he's broadcasting on College Game Day now, but you know, he has like six Mercedes dealerships too. I mean, he's got the whole business side too. So, how much interest would he have in something like this? Or could guys kind of talk him into it and push him into doing it? But if there was going to be a commissioner, it should be him. So he spoke with ESPN, his new employer. Good get by them. Uh, he He's adamant, though, that NIL didn't drive him out. Mm-hmm. But it did not have any effect on my decision. But I will be dedicated to college football and the future of college football and trying to make um, that sport, uh, as well as other sports in collegiate athletics, whether they're revenue producing or not, because I think they all create opportunities for lots of people. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be um, an advocate for 
trying to make the game the as good as it can be. Hmm. What will they ask him to do? Will they ask him to do it? Will he just go on ESPN and complain about the state of the game? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Um, he also wanted to say, Vic, if my voice can bring about some meaningful change, I want to help in any way I can because I love the players and I love college football. What we have now is not college football, not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student athlete. That doesn't exist, end quote. It depends on what direction they want to go with it or do they want to get somebody that's really, really embraces what's going on, embraces nil, that direction going forward. I mean, Nick Saban would be great, but on one hand, would it kind of bring it back to where they've already, they've already opened Pandora's box? Correct. They've already had it. Do they is, want he, to, is he progressive enough to push it forward? Yeah, do you want to push it back and him think, yeah, hey, we need to bring back this nil thing? I mean, because you've already gone and done that, and you can't put it back in the box now. Once you, We all knew it. Once you opened it, you're not going back. You're never going back. Would he be it? Would they want what the networks want, what college football wants, who knows? Uh, you know that there's a lot of old school coaches that would absolutely 100% like this. I, I Personally, I would like it. I would like to not well, have Well, you're to, an old school coach. I would like to I have to think. figure out not where everybody's going to be every time that uh, June rolls around. When I have to go get uh, do the tradition of going out and getting the uh, preseason magazines, yes, I still do that. But the transfer portal, well, it's just gone crazy where teams can literally get good overnight. It's never going back that way. I've accepted that, but I don't know if Saban would be 100% pushing the new rules. That's what I wonder. Is he going to be grouchy coach that says, back in our day, this, it was much better? Yes, we can all acknowledge the, the football portion of it was better. But it was. I, I, I maintain the stance, Bink, that you had years and years and years to do something about this and make it more equitable and cut the players in and do all those things. And everybody at the college sports level just raked in the money and claimed that, well, we're giving you scholarships. That's good enough. Well, this is this is a little bit of the payback. I think it's skewed the other way for now, and at some point it'll rain back in, and also the, the economics will be rained back in because I'm curious to see if this is a long-term viable way to go about it. Are these great investments for all these businesses that are jumping on board with players? Yeah, we'll see. That may be reined in at some point. Um, I think it was fun to jump on board right away for a lot of business. Hey, let's get on board. With, I don't know that that's a sustainable model necessarily. So it may, it may come back a little bit. You're going to have the tax implications. We haven't even heard the horror stories yet of, of, yeah, a, I'm waiting for that. of, of a player that uh, took all this money and uh, now has to pay taxes or, portal. or didn't fulfill the obligations of taking that money with said quote unquote advertiser, what have you. We haven't had all those things yet. And then the the the, the portal has been uh quite crazy. I, I think at some point that'll probably calm down as well. I don't know, but we're never gonna get back to probably what Saban felt like was the best era of college football. That's gone. So yeah, I do wonder whether or not he could fit that that mold. If you wanted just a straight football commissioner, football, the football portion of it, yeah, I think Saban might be the guy. If you're talking about a a, a football slash CEO uh, you might not be the guy for that. You want to split up kind of like what the Chiefs did with Veach. Carl Payson did everything from the marketing and the football side, right? But the Chiefs split it up. Veach, you do football. Mark Donovan, you do the business side of things. It is – I'm with you, though. I'm waiting for those 30 for 30s. What happens to the guy who got the uh, the Porsche, hit the transfer portal, kind of damaged the car, and all of a sudden dealership's like, hey, you're not playing for state anymore. We will, okay, this is part of the fine print. We need payment. 
yeah, you know, yeah, to fix yeah, this yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't seen that. Or if you agreed to an advertiser a certain time and you're down in Austin, Texas, and boom, you transfer to Tuscaloosa to the University of Alabama, are they going to come back and say, hey, our deal's done? Like, we haven't seen that. And then, of course, the IRS. There's a whole division, probably the IRS, that needs to be set up to track some of the money. And I'm surprised we haven't gotten gotten some of that now. I mean, because it is, especially like in Miami, that's giving guys, you know, $25,000, $30,000, you know, some of the guys, especially the offensive linemen and stuff. You paying taxes on that? Yeah, I think, I think, I almost say most, but I've, I've talked to people at a handful of schools or people with kids that are in, are, that are getting money, getting NIL money, and it seems that that a lot of the schools have set up education to be able to do those things and and putting people in touch with tax tax people to be able to 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 shelter some of that money and save it and blah blah blah. But there's going to be other ones that that haven't or or neglected to hear that information. As you mentioned, you know, Johnny wrecks the Porsche. <laughs> and then trans and then transfers and they wouldn't have cared if you then, were still staying yeah, play. Yeah. And then has to has to fix said Porsche when he's gone or 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 transfers doesn't tell them he's leaving and the Porsche is in another state. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> some lawsuits are probably spawned so by we, we, we haven't had that flip around yet, but I am waiting to see. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.